Here we go. Ooh. Getting ready for a nice soak, are you? I don't like to call it taking a bath. I like I like calling it taking a soak. <laughs> it just sounds does it sound fancier or creepier? I can't tell. Anyways, if you love getting in the bathtub and you love getting a shower, who doesn't like to be clean, right? Trade Secrets is here for you because Trade Secrets, what they do, it's amazing. They design all of their products in-house. You, when you go to Trade Secrets at 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona, behind the counter, you can actually see them making the products, like whipped body butters, moisturizing body lotions, soy wax melts, soy wax candles, bath bars. You use the pumpkin bath bar. Your whole bathroom smells like pumpkin whenever you're done. It's amazing. And November 18th, from 10 until 3, Trade Secrets is hosting a multi-vendor holiday shopping event at the UVA Club in Altoona. So make sure that you check that out. At Secrets and Trade on Facebook. At Secrets and Trade on Instagram. Also, shout out to the Clay Cup, 1304, 11th Avenue, downtown Altoona. So a couple blocks down from Trade Secrets, Sarah Vogel. I actually just did a live podcast with her, with her on my Facebook. If you go to Facebook, Rob Z Radio, you can watch that for yourself. And Sarah's awesome because, I mean, of course she has coffee, she has espresso, she has teas, everything that a coffee shop lover wants. But she also brings the creativity into the fold. Because creativity is brewed with, with caffeine from coffee, right? I've always, I've always felt that way. I'm drinking a coffee right now. Even though I turned, I turned into a tea guy, I'm going coffee right now because it just feels right. Uh, you can also, to boost the creativity, paint your own pottery. So you can pick your design, you paint it yourself... Uh, you glaze it, use the tools, fire it in the kiln, and it's yours to take home. That's the beauty of the Clay Cup, 1304 11th Avenue, at The Clay Cup on Facebook and on Instagram. I have a couple spots left open for the podcast, so if you want to be a podcast sponsor, all you've got to do is send me a message. You can hit me up. Very simple to find me. Facebook and Instagram is Rob Z Radio. Just send me a message. Say you want to be a sponsor on the show. I've got a few spots left open so we can make it happen. And I like to work with businesses that I believe in, that are doing a good thing for the community, and are exciting for me and fun for me to talk about. So hopefully that is your business. And that is the business, actually, that this episode is focused on. Because this episode is focused on a little place called Juice, J-O-O-S, in downtown Hollidaysburg. Let's get into it right now. This is Rob Z Radio. So yeah, this is a, a brand new sponsor to the podcast, Juice, J-O-O-S. 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg. You can find them at The Juice Bar on Facebook, The Juice, J-O-O-S Bar. Uh, so Jen Robin runs the place. She used to be in health insurance. Now she just keeps central Pennsylvania healthy through the food and th- through the drinks that she provides for everybody in the area. And the place is a smash. I see it all the time on social media. People are always posting about Juice. And I wanted to get her into the studio because I, I love that people are doing great things in our area, trying to make our area healthier. If you know anything about central Pennsylvania, uh, as far as the state of Pennsylvania goes, we're one of the most unhealthy counties, Blair County, in the entire state. We have tons of fast food, so it's great to see a place that's trying to bring health back to the area. I'm going to let her tell the story. She's a lot of fun to talk to. I love this podcast. I think you're going to like it too. Jen from Juice. Let's just get into it. 
Oh, thank you very much for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Well, sure. This is uh, this is exciting. So what I've been trying to do is just talk to people in the area who have been doing uh, awesome things, who are starting great businesses, who are actually helping out the community. Because, you know, in central Pennsylvania, that's an important thing, especially when it comes to health. Yeah. Because a lot of us don't even know how to eat healthy. We don't even know what a healthy living is necessarily like. I'm one of those people. Oh, I'm, man. I'm slowly learning. <laughs> so that's what I'm here. So that's what I wanted to bring you in for because you seem to be on the cutting edge of it for our area and um, just for yourself in general. This is something yeah. you practice for a long time. So I well, guess okay. introduce yourself, give yourself a little bit of a background, and we'll go from there. Oh, jeez. All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, my name's Jen. Um, I obviously own the juice bar in downtown Hollidaysburg, and it's been kind of a fun thing getting involved in that. So my background is health insurance. And that's precisely what brought me to this. <laughs> Other than being a very, very healthy, you know, eater for a lot of my life, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so now it's just really about educating, helping to educate other people and really get a, an understanding of what it means to be healthy. Because I'm going to be honest, I think people are really overcomplicating it. It's right. really simple. <laughs> like, it's super easy. When you say it's super easy, mm -hmm. so this is, this is important. So how, how is it super easy? How do we overcomplicated or how have you seen it been overcomplicated and how can it be dumbed down and made easier um i mean we really kind of prescribe to the just the whole foods the whole you know organic as much as possible foods theory to eating um we're not a calorie counting place we're not a hey you need to work out an hour and a half a day and have a calorie deficit of 700 you know what i mean yeah um we have found you know not just through juice but through through other uh practices that if you just switch yourself to a whole foods diet and mm -hmm. cut out the the bags boxes and cans um your your body is what it's craving is nutrition and the more nutrient dense foods you give it the less calories you're, you're just going to take in because your body's actually satisfied with what it's eating so i like the bags boxes and cans part that, that's yeah. interesting so if you have something in a bag a box or a can try to eliminate that from that that's kind of the the route that that we recommend is just you got to buy whole like single ingredient foods mm -hmm. and then from there you you, you got to cook that's, i guess the major issue is the cooking part for some people that seems <laughs> to be me, the case be and the... it's you know there's always like well i don't have time well i have you know soccer practice and we have this and we have that yeah. well you know there are lots of ways to make that work. I mean, I get it. I have a, I have a kid and she's getting into sports and I run businesses and my husband runs businesses and, you know, we still eat really healthy in my house. And somebody would say, well, you've been doing that for a long time. You already yeah. know how to. Right. So how, like, because my wife's a really good cook and she's a very healthy cook and she, she understands how it works because her mom was yeah. and she's like grown up with it. I, on the other hand, not so much. Really have no idea. I mean, you're lucky you married her. Though. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only reason I am where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'd be extremely unhealthy um, because I, I'm like a single food eater, but in the sense of like, I'll just grab a can of tuna and just eat the tuna out of the can, and then I'm yeah. like, that was healthy. Well, that's that's not the worst thing you could. But it's not the best thing to do. And I and I know that. And I I've tried throughout the years to to figure it out. I need to definitely work harder at it but i think that's the tough part is we make it more complicated i know i make it more complicated than i need to um a practical tip like on a on a day-to-day -day basis for somebody who wants to just maybe switch it up just to start one meal one healthy meal a day how what would a suggestion can you think of something off the top of your head 
Well, I would say it would kind of depend on your schedule. I'd focus either on, well, I mean, really all three meals, like breakfast. If you have time in the morning, make that your healthy meal. Mm -hmm. If you're a breakfast eater, um, dinner. What's an example for you? Like what would you have for breakfast? Um, Honestly, I'm not a breakfast eater. (laughs) Do you fast? I I do. I kind of do that intermittent fast. So I I tend to get hungry more around lunch. And that's based on just like my need to digest. My my body just requires a little bit more time to digest food. So I don't typically eat breakfast. So my healthy meal uh, during the day is typically dinner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What did you have last night for dinner? Oh, I actually made a homemade butternut squash and apple soup. It was delicious. Wow, that does sound good. It was super easy. And like, where do you get a lot of your recipes from? Or do you kind of have them stored in your brain? Um, no, I mean, I, I'm a collector of cookbooks. Um, you know, Facebook, I follow a lot of like foodie stuff, like healthy food, you know, other, other pages and things like that. Pinterest is a great place to go. Pinterest mm-hmm. moms, you know, start using some of those healthy recipes. I actually had somebody say to me one time, like, oh, I never thought of using Pinterest for food. And I was like, I didn't know you could use it for anything else. <laughs> it's for humor and food. Those are the two <laughs> things I've yeah, ever used it for. Food. <laughs> um, so, you know, I get a lot of inspiration that way too. You know, I'm a avid farmer's market goer you know mm-hmm. produce section shopper just like if there's something that i haven't seen before i'm like ooh, let's what is that let's go <laughs> let's, for it let's try let's it. try it yeah and that's another scary part right trying new things and trying different foods and yeah. something that looks icky like it just looks yucky mom yeah. i don't want to eat it well yeah I, I i mean that's a standard kid thing i still have to bribe my kid to eat healthy yeah uh, the good news is like my <laughs> kid's been raised pretty healthy so for me bribing her it's like <laughs> i bribe her with a gluten-free no sugar added like all naturally sweetened muffin you know? yeah <laughs> like it's but that kind of stuff she's works. In good shape. It does. But we have if we have like applesauce on the side, Max will give him yeah. a bite of the food that he doesn't want to eat, and then a bite of applesauce, yeah. and then a bite of the food, right. and then we go back and forth, right. and before you know it, the meal's gone. Yeah, and I will say, at four years old, she she prides herself on the fact that she tries everything. That's awesome. Yeah, and Max is kind of like that too. Yeah. yeah, he gets a sense where he's happy. He's like, I ate all the food. I ate the whole meal. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I never wanted to put in my mouth. I ate the entire thing. And I tell her, if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. I just want you to try it. Just try it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... We we were talking before when we first met over at Juice. First of all, let's give a shout out for Juice, I guess, before we go any further. 517 Allegheny Street, downtown Holidaysburg. Um, But we were talking about the, the... levels of food the grades of food in different areas right, right so we have right, right. Uh, in the military or in yeah, uh, schools systems, and prisons schools all tend to use the same grades of meat um and i, and I don't want to speak too broadly because i think there are some schools and things that are starting to pay attention mm-hmm. to those things um but yeah it's not unfortunately it's not the best like grade especially when you're looking at things like meat and i think a lot of times they don't have a lot of fresh produce if ever like there may be a salad bar like i remember being in high school and we had a salad bar mm-hmm. um and that was you know okay but yeah our our school lunches have really declined significantly in the last 10 years or so oh it's been that that short of a period of time where it, they've it, actually gone downhill yeah it really so I they mean, used it, to be higher it, it used to be a little bit better yeah yeah. I just know my son goes to the uh, the Holidaysburg Children's yeah, Center, and they have just implemented this new program, which is really cool, where they're getting more fresh ingredients. They're yeah. getting better foods. And whenever we had signed them up for that, we were like, oh, this is because we were looking into the food yeah. part. We were curious. We have to pack him a lunch, or is he going to have like good food oh, there? Yeah. And they actually have 
fairly high quality food now and i thought awesome that's that's amazing that that's starting to to get through yeah it's and that's one of the, i think personally the most important place that we need to have like nutritious food with these kids you know six seven eight hours a day or you know using their brains and they've got to stay energized and focused and um you know some of the issues you, that you deal with with kids in school now how much of that can be dealt with just on a level of you know changing diet honestly so yeah. and if they have that one meal during the day that you know they're getting a solid nutritious foundation that would be huge your so. brain functions better you have more yeah. energy yeah you always feel better when you have good healthy food this is going to be appalling but whenever i was in school <laughs> i would say from ninth grade until 12th grade my daily lunch was a bag of salt and vinegar chips <laughs> a honey bun oh there's my honey in God. there there's honey <laughs> And iced tea, Gallagher's oh, iced wow. tea. And I would always wonder, like, why does my stomach hurt so much? Yeah. Why am yeah. I tired? Why do you have a sugar crash what? at 2 p.m.? <laughs> why, when I'm sitting in class, all I hear is... Yeah. <laughs> why am I reaching for Totino's pizza rolls when I get home? <laughs> <laughs> it was always a Schwann pizza when I got home. That's what I yeah. threw in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And looking back on it now, it's like, I mean, you don't... Obviously, you don't have your parents standing there telling you what to do. Right. But if you just give them the proper uh, education, I guess, and start it from the ground level, that there might be a, a chance that you wouldn't reach for the honey bun or just not have honey buns in the school lunch line and or salt and vinegar chips. That's key. That's key. Yeah. <laughs> that's key right there. You got it. Kids, you know, kids are going to go for what tastes good. Um, it, it's just like human nature <laughs> to have what's, what's delicious as opposed to what's nutritious. So I think having the options be healthy options. Um, and there are ways you can do that that are better. Like I, I have, I'm a sweet tooth person. I love sweets. Me too. Um, which is kind of what led me to like smoothies and juices and smoothie bowls and that kind of thing. So a lot of times when you come in, you'll see like what we have there is gonna, it's gonna satisfy a sweet tooth. But I guarantee you, it's healthy. All of it. What's something? An example that the juice bar sells. It's like would somebody who goes in there who loves sweets, they could take it down and it would be super good for them. So we carry some. They're not baked goods. I hate to call them baked goods because it's actually raw vegan um, that we get through Lauren Drost um, that we have on site throughout the week. And it's she makes these raw vegan cakes and pies and bars and, and almond butter cups that are delicious. And it just fits with what we do there. So keeping it healthy and raw and vegan. So we, we have those available. So when people come in, they can get like a juice or, or a smoothie and then have like a little snack that they can take with them. Um, and I'll tell you everything that, that we have, whether it's what we provide there or what we bring in from outside, it's also nutritionally dense that, you know, some people might think like a juice and a little slice of that pie or, or like an almond butter cup aren't going to be enough for lunch, but I guarantee you they are. Or if you get a smoothie bowl, you won't be eating again until dinner time, I promise. <laughs> and that is, filling. with nutrient-dense foods, you do get, you, you're much, you say fuller a lot longer. You're you satisfied and, and you don't get that craving back. That's the key word is satisfied. Your body is literally satisfied with the nutrition that it just took in. I'll tell you, we just, um, we just traveled abroad not too long ago. We were in Italy. My husband was there for a month. We were there for two weeks. Fancy. And it was, yeah, it was a good time. It was educational, but the food, so you eat there and you're, 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 you're satisfied. It was full. And, and we were in Naples, Italy. So they're all their tomatoes and all their produce is coming from these like insanely nutrient dense, like volcanic ash mountains. <laughs> so, so they're all, it's like really good vegetables. 
And then we got back here and we were just like, I don't know why I'm hungry all the time. Why am I so hungry? We have no topsoil. The topsoil is all gone. (laughs) It's just like, it's got to be the level of nutrients that we were getting in that produce over there. It was insane. So it took a little bit of an adjustment and getting back into the swing of things. And we had to, I say we had to supplement with like some vitamins and stuff to to kind of to get back on track to where we were like, really eating normally yeah it was wild you could <laughs> you could feel the difference absolutely and that's, that's crazy yeah i mean when you get to like a point where you're eating healthy you're going to be more in tune with how you feel about stuff than mm-hmm. ever and and it's interesting because you're going to be healthier but you're also going to know when as soon as you take something in that didn't like serve you well yeah Uh, you're going to feel the difference quicker, like a glass of wine, unfortunately. Sorry, wine drinkers. But if you're healthy, you're going to go from being able to drink three glasses of wine a night to like maybe one every couple of nights because your body's just like, what is this? What are you putting in? And that's super, that's so true, especially like, yeah, yeah. alcohol when it comes to beer and those sorts of things. Yeah. The more you you stay away from it and you come back to it, you have one or two and you can automatically feel the difference. Yeah. Or even just like picking up a sweet, like if you're, you know, if you're on a road trip and you run into like a convenience store and grab something that's easy, it's just, you definitely feel the difference eating that versus eating something you know, nutritious. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've experienced that lately because of Halloween trick or treat. Uh. So we have all this candy at <laughs> our house and I'm, I'm a, I'm a sweet tooth kind of guy yeah. too. So there's Butterfingers and there's uh. Snickers and Milky Ways and, th- and three Musketeers laying yeah. around and lollipops and I'm just eating them like crazy. Actually today I brought in all my Halloween you candy it in a bag. Coworkers, well, aren't you? at lunch, <laughs> if you guys come to Launchbox, you can get some free Halloween candy because I'm leaving it here. You have to wear a costume though. You, <laughs> <laughs> that's you a really good rule. Yeah, come in and costume. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but I got rid of it because I've been feeling just yeah. sluggish and yep. I've had headaches and I've been just feeling blah. Yeah. So I'm like, I think it might be this 10 pieces of Halloween candy that I'm eating every 100%. single day that I Sugar. can't stop. Yeah, like, it's like one of the worst things. And people always self-control is a real, a real thing where, um, yep. you know, why even tempt yourself at times? Like why even have it? in your possession, yeah, in your vicinity. I agree. Like you could say to yourself, yeah, I'll buy it, but I'll just eat it whenever. But then you usually eat it more often than not. Yeah. Well, I mean, sugar has a very addicting quality to it. You sure know? does. I, you know, I mean, if you, if you study up and read about it, it is actually more addicting neurologically than cocaine. <laughs> so it's, yeah, that's a very tough habit to kick. I mean, we were talking about caffeine earlier, but sugar... What is the reason? Do you know what the reason is? Because I've heard a lot on it. What's your take yeah, on it? You know, it's, I, I'm not a, a doctor or a neurologist, so I don't really understand like how all of that works in, in your brain 100%. But, um, you know, anybody that's tried to kick a sugar habit, mm-hmm. you, you know, you know it, it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, even for me, because like I said, I'm a sweet tooth. So that's why I had to adjust. I had to learn how to make the things that I like eating without it actually containing sugar. So that's yeah. what I did. And it's very possible to oh, make 100%. the things and they still taste just as good. My wife makes yeah. muffins and stuff like that right? and they taste so good. Yeah. And there's nothing, I mean, there might be a little bit of sugar or something like that in there. I'm there not, are great I'm not alternatives sure. to sugar. I mean, and, and I know you can get on the, on the topic of like arguing processed sugar versus natural sugar. And there's still people that avoid like a lot of natural and fruit sugar. But for me, if you're going to go that route and you want something sweet, I mean, we use, um, you know, honey, maple mm-hmm. syrup, dates. We go through so many dates in my house. It's I never insane. eat dates. Oh, 
They're wonderful. We're going to start getting some dates. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. I bet your wife has dates in the house. No, we don't. I, we, I don't think we ever use dates. I have to talk her into, I have to take her on well, a date and go buy want, some dates. There you go. <laughs> I, we put dates in almost everything. I mean, I just eat it like a date and some almond butter or something. It's a great snack. So sweet, very, very healthy. Dates are one of the most like nutrient-dense foods you can eat. They're what, so good for you. What is a date? Because I don't even know what a date is, really. I mean, oh, is it like boy. a... It's a form of a grape? What are they? No, it's just it's just a date. <laughs> just a date's a date. just a date. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't it. know what to like describe the flavor as. Not I, you just gonna have to try it. I'm not I should have brought some. You should just do it on air. Eat a date on air. <laughs> well, the date contest. Who can yeah. eat the most dates? I will totally win. Um, <laughs> so as far as uh, this is crazy, Jen, because I mean, uh, when you look at social media in our area, I'd say the clay cup and juice show up the most. Yeah. People are always tagging you. Yes. Like anytime they get a drink from Juice, it's like they got to show off that yeah. they got their, their smoothie from Juice. <laughs> we love that, by the way. <laughs> Which is incredible. I mean, yeah. the, the free advertising, advertising you get from that is, is awesome. But it, it, it speaks to what we, I think, what the area really wants to happen. Like we yes. want to be healthier. I we agree. want to feel better and look better and just, you know, you, you, your body runs better. Yeah. So when somebody comes into town and is doing what you're doing, it's an automatic people gravitate right towards it. And plus you also live in the lifestyle. Like yeah. if you owned the place but didn't live the lifestyle, it wouldn't quite connect yeah, obviously. <laughs> How did you go from so you were in health insurance? Yeah. Yeah. Very boring. Nobody likes health insurance, right? We're all like <laughs> pretty much. I know I need it. Yeah. But I don't like want to deal with it. Right. Um, how did you go from there to, to running the juice bar? Um, well, anybody who has worked in health insurance knows it's a very, very stressful very stressful job and um 2015 i found myself getting very unhealthy in spite of all of my efforts to you know stay that way so it it, it got to a point where i had reached a level in my career that the stress just kind of outweighed the i guess financial benefit of, of staying in the position you know yeah um and i i went to see uh, a friend of mine who's a naturopathic doctor and i was just like I don't know what else to do. Like I, I've always been able to manage stress before. This has never been an issue for me. And what I found was I was under such intense amounts of stress. I was completely depleting my body of things like potassium and magnesium. I was in adrenal burnout because my solution to stress was always exercise, run. Oh, I'm gonna okay. go for a run, you know. And and I was actually doing more harm to myself than good. Yeah. Um, so, so it was excess exercise, like too much. It was, my body just wasn't in good enough shape to handle the amount of exercise I was doing. I was putting myself into what's called adrenal burnout, which okay. you can do from, definitely do from too much exercise. But when stress alone can cause adrenal burnout and then I was overdoing it at the gym, mm -hmm. it was just kind of a double whammy. So, um, not everybody's like that. So I do want to say everybody's body reacts differently to everything. Yeah. This was just my specific situation. So got that under control and did not want to put myself back in a situation where that was happening again. I mean, at the time I had, you know, a two-year-old at home and I was ready to just do something different. And like, so I'm not from the area, you know, and we moved here and we don't, I mean, Sorry, Blair County. We don't have a lot of healthy options around here. <laughs> right. Like, I love you guys, but we definitely need to. Per capita, we have the highest fast food per capita it's in the crazy. in the state. Yes. There's something. It's some high number. I, I like mean, that. it's 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 very very high. 
Um, and especially for as small of an area yes. as we are, we have like a, basically like a fast food row. We've got them all, baby. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So you don't have a lot of options. And let me tell you how many times I've been out with, with a kid in the car. I'm like, what I wouldn't give for a drive through that had something healthy in it, you know? Right. But we don't. Do you consider like a Chick-fil-A? A clo- uh, it's close? Do we need to like bash companies? Well, no, I'm just curious. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I, I don't want to bash no. anybody. My, my curiosity is like, which one is the least? I am not uh, on the Chick-fil-A bandwagon. Okay. I am not on <laughs> in support of like any. I don't do fast food. Okay. Pretty much at all. But if somebody um, does, uh, let's just go with this. If somebody does and they're like in a pinch and they don't have a lot of money and their kids are starving. Or they're starving themselves. Where would be the least Dude, I, I worst place? None. I, it's really tough. And I'm pull and over I'm just, to a garden and pull some beets out of the ground. Well, <laughs> go to juice. <laughs> go to juice. <laughs> There's your healthy fast food option. But no, really, like I mean, even places like Chick Fil A. I know everybody was super excited about that when it moved in, and yeah. I know so many people that even are like fairly healthy people that go to Chick Fil A because it's air quote real chicken, right? You know, and it is. It is. They use real chicken. But you have to look at every single ingredient that goes into that food, okay? So right. the, the reason I don't eat Chick-fil-A, I'm sorry, sorry. It's a, well, it's okay. I mean, that's it's, it's, it's the your, MSG. I do. I go. I go. To I know a lot of people like really <laughs> lost their minds when Chick-fil-A moved in here, yeah. and it's been very. And I and I would say if you're gonna pick a place, maybe that's the healthier option. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's the so? Let's go to the MSG. What is okay. what is that? Because I mean. I knew. Now I forget because I okay, like so read a study on it. Okay, so monosodium glutamate. All right. Yeah. Um, it's just really bad for like brain function. Basically, okay. it's it's a neurological. It causes neurological issues. It's just on many levels, it's not good for you. And it's really it's in so much of our food. That was big um, in Chinese food, right? That was Chinese food. I'm pretty sure that's why I'm addicted to sushi. I would imagine <laughs> that that's in there somewhere, but you know. Okay. I won't stop eating sushi. <laughs> so, um, but they, you know, that's found a lot in fast food in general. So even the places that you go, you think you're getting like, and it is like real chicken. You know, you you can break it open and see that it's a real whole chicken breast, and it yeah, it tears apart like a real chicken breast should. Yeah. Um, but the ingredients, the the seasonings that they put on it, and all that kind of stuff, it's you know, I I literally read every ingredient that goes into every part of everything that they serve you does that drive you drive you crazy at some point no you you enjoy doing it because well it's it's just i mean it's a choice i make i can i can read it and deal with it now and and make the choice not to eat it's not like i have to read it every day i just know that like okay well i'm not on board with this one so i'm just gonna check it off the list uh and i'm not saying that i'm 100 percent perfect because we do eat out mm-hmm. and i enjoy eating out and there there are a few places that i i really like to go and regardless of whether it's like you know organic food or not it's just prepared well and i enjoy it yeah um but i, I pick my i pick my battles and fast food is the one thing that i just i just don't i don't really do that at, yeah. at any level yeah, well, you know going out to eat is that's one of the things they say if you want to lose weight just cut back on the amount of times you go out to yeah, eat yeah i agree and around here, it's 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 daunting because there's so many places to go out to there eat are. at. Yeah. And um, a lot of people, that's what they do. That's what you do. You get together, you go out to eat, you maybe you go to a bar or whatever you decide to do. Yeah. Um, but to eat at home is another part that's difficult because even if, like, if I if I'm up, left to my own devices and I'm eating at home, I'm like, oh, I'll get something and take it home to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and not actually make food at my house. Yeah. But that is the key. And um, it is. 
And the time is another major issue I think a lot of people have. And I mean, I only have one kid. Do you? I've one. You've one. Yeah. That, that makes it fairly. It, you're, I, it's, you're able to I make it happen. I do think it makes it easier. Yeah. You have I do. two, three, four kids. It gets very, very difficult. I would absolutely think that it gets very, very difficult. I also have my daughter very involved in the, the food in the house, though. She loves oh, okay. to be involved in the cooking. So, you know, baking, pizza, whatever it is that we're making at home, she she's right there as we're doing it um so going so let's continue then so yeah <laughs> we were we got sidetracked very quickly it's not hard to do <laughs> so, <laughs> same here that's, yeah. yeah uh how do you go how did you get to to where you're at now with the juice bar i forget where we oh my were God, that we, really was that was a huge we like, got a little whoa. sidetracked yeah. okay um so how did i get here so 2015 i was you know struggling with my health didn't want to go back to the environment that had caused that situation mm -hmm. and so got involved and had met some people locally you know just this whole natural health movement so whether it was um you know practitioners of natural health um you know practitioners of like uh, uh energy modalities that i got involved in and my whole thing was food i was always a foodie and a healthy eater so it just it kind of worked that this this group of gals got together and just kind of started this whole natural health movement and so that's that that's kind of what took me there mm -hmm. so when i was going to see uh my nd tracy she, you know she recommends a lot of things like um juice cleansing protocols and bone broth protocols and that kind of because it's all very healthy and it just got to a point where I was like, well, um, we don't have anything like that here. So <laughs> I guess I'm just going to open one. <laughs> so, so that's what I did. It was just, you know, I wanted out of what I was doing. And it just kind of worked with everything that I had going on in my life personally and kind of the route that I had to take to get myself back on like a healthy, you know, mental and physical state. That's cool. So it wasn't just, I mean, obviously you want to help other people and you want to educate yeah. them, but it was for you too, because oh, you definitely. were on, a, on, an, on, a, on an, an unhealthy path. Yeah. And the way to kick yourself out of that, I guess, was to work in a healthy place every day. If you're yeah. running the place, well, and then you have more of a reason. I have control over my environment at this yeah. point, and that's a big deal for me. I think mental health is equally, if not more important than physical health. Yes. I, we, we run ourselves ragged as a society right now and i and, and we almost like idolize this busy you know like God, you know, busy busy like creating yeah. and um i just i didn't want that anymore so our environment we try to keep it pretty laid back and fun uh everybody that works there like it's important to me that they enjoy what they're doing and it's you know a low stress as much as possible i mean there are times that we get busy and it does get a little bit crazy in there but it's just you know we try to keep it enjoyable as yeah. much as possible try to keep it fun lighthearted yeah. yeah i'm the same way i mean it, it's it's very important to keep things lighthearted and just to have a good time that's why i like doing this podcast cause i try to you know i have, do have a job but this is just like <laughs> a part of the fun part of it right is sitting down and like talking and just enjoying yourself and 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 i i think there's, there's also a lot of great information that can come out of this area that we haven't really tapped into yeah. Because Central Pennsylvania, like we both talked about, it's it, it's known as being unhealthy. It's known as you know being a sort of a depression kind of area. It's been like that for a while, but now we see downtown Altoona starting to come yeah. back, downtown Holidaysburg starting to come back, and people are starting to get more excited about being around here. For years, I wanted to get out of Altoona. It was like I got to move, <laughs> right. and 
And the longer I'm here, and it's just, this has been over the past, I don't know, year, year or two years, I just keep finding more people. And maybe it's through doing this podcast. Maybe it's just from, from meeting new people. But, like, I keep finding people who are actually trying to make a difference around here, yeah. who actually have um, a, a reason to, and they have passion for it. And I think whenever you have that that groundswell, if you can kind of foster that and get those people together and have them meet each other and have them work yeah. together, which you've been doing, right? You've worked with Trying people. Trying really hard, yeah. Uh, with, with Trade Secrets, you're you're working with Steph, and Steph's working with Sarah at the Clay Cup, and I just, yep. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at it and kind of map it out and piece it together and see with Penn State Altoona coming in, downtown yeah. Altoona. It's it's a, been a really cool thing to watch, and it has hands down been my favorite part of running a small business is the people that I've met through the process, and I love that it's more of a camaraderie and, and as opposed to like a competition with everybody. I feel yeah. like we really support and try to build each other rather than, you know, fighting to uh, shut right, somebody I mean, down. The, the, we're at the beginning. There's room for everybody at this point and just uh, want to start seeing some small businesses succeed. And that's what's going to bring this this area back. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's well on its way. It's it's been fun. It is. It's really fun. Yeah. Do you think, like, how did that happen necessarily? Because I've always been on the mindset there's enough for everybody. Yeah. Like, there's, we're not in, like, scarcity where you're going to be out of a job if the person comes in and has, like, a minor competition to what you're doing. You right. know, there's going to be enough for everybody around there. But what is it about right now? It's just everybody I've been meeting is on the same wavelength. I'd say I feel the same way. I've talked to so many people that... I don't know if it's just people want an end to like these corporate nine to five jobs. Like mm. everybody's just kind of had it with that environment. Mm. And I'll tell you, I've met people making that change from all age groups, mm -hmm. from, you know, kids just graduating college that don't even want to end up there to, you know, people making career changes like in their mid 50s. Um, to myself, I mean, I'm going to be 40 years old next year and I got out of a very lucrative position to start something because I just, it's something that I believe in doing. Right. You know? Yeah. So, just doing something you actually believe in. Yeah. And it's, it's a big, you know, when you talk to somebody and they're passionate about what they do, there's like an automatic connection yeah. there. And it's just like, you want to help that person and you want to see them like get real, you know, be really successful at what they're doing. As opposed to, I don't know, people doing things for, like, the money or, mm. you know, well, it's, it's a job with insurance, you know. Like. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, and that's very true. Like, just right. having benefits yeah. is, is a huge thing for a lot of people. It is, uh, Because yeah. if, especially if you have a family and you have to keep them safe and you want to make sure they're going to be all right. Yeah. And you kind of need those things. Right. And we all, you know, we're, we're, we've always owned our own business. Even in insurance, we oh, were okay. still contracted. We have health insurance. You can buy your health insurance. Yeah, you can buy it. <laughs> Don't your... let that stop you from doing what you want to do. <laughs> Very true. So, yeah. Let me ask about your years in health insurance. How did that kind of mold you to, to work in this business? Like, what was your experience, your overall feeling working in health insurance and dealing with uh, the people who were um, I mean, it really it? just kind of gives you, like, an inside view as to where we are at as a society with our, like our level of commitment to our health yeah. and it's very low right, right now um at least you know from my dealings and i've been in the insurance industry from you know pittsburgh all over the state of pennsylvania basically and mm -hmm. the surrounding areas um people aren't taking responsibility for their health it's just something that we want to pass off to doctors or we want to pass off to 
you know, we're willing to give it up for the sake of convenience, which mm-hmm. where the, the excuse of like, I don't have time to cook or I don't have time for this. Um, or, you know, we talked about addictions earlier. We don't want to give up our Mountain Dews. We don't want to give up our cigarettes. They're just things that bring us enjoyment. Mine's coffee. You know, I have it. I get it. Yeah. Um, but it, it's our, our level of commitment to our, to our health right now is low. And I could see that uh, on a very large scale, working with employers, talking about things like health insurance and understanding the claims that were coming through. And I know that... Um, getting people to be more responsible for their health and, and educating them and understanding what that means mm-hmm. is something that, that really has to happen in order for our situation to change with healthcare and, and you know, I mean, it's a much larger conversation, but that's a step that has to be taken right now. Um, you know, we can't just keep negotiating like lower deductibles or higher deductibles or whatever it is. Yeah. Yes. You know, at some point we got to start helping people understand what it means and the steps that you have to take to be really healthy is the issue that it, when it comes down to health insurance and stuff it becomes numbers instead of it humans it's not like you're looking at somebody you're looking at a, a number on the chart it is, it is and it's unfortunate and there are people that are really healthy that are penalized because there are people that they you know share a workspace with mm-hmm. that aren't yeah. and it's a it's a very challenging thing it's and i'll tell you it's challenging for employers yeah um you know, it's it's a really hard thing to deal with. And you see kind of the beginnings of like the wellness programs, like even around here, you see like healthy Blair County and, and they get it and they're starting to take the steps that you need to take to get healthy. And, and you know, a lot of it right now is like very activity based. And I think the next step is people need to start to understand the difference that it makes to give up uh, your Mountain Dew, you know, quit smoking once and for all. Find out the ways to quit smoking other than taking a pharmaceutical with horrendous side effects. Yes. There are ways to yeah. help ease you out of that. You know, but nutrition is a big part of it. Like you just change what you're eating and what your family's eating and that alone, you're going to see major differences in, in how you feel and everybody's energy and performance. And, you know, it's just... Smoking is one of the ones that boggles my mind. I smoked for five years, from like yeah. eighteen to twenty-three. I was in radio, <laughs> so and everybody all in the radio. Kids were doing it. It's just like <laughs> everybody did. And I was like, well, I'm going to too. Um, and it wasn't as expensive back then as it is now, but it just it really. I, I don't see cigarette smoking as much as I used to because I used to go out yeah. a lot and I'd go to the bars and everybody would be smoking and you could smoke indoors, which right. recently has changed. Uh, which is amazing. But now whenever, um, it's very strange. If I'm in a car, beside somebody in a car who's smoking, and I smell that smoke, it's yeah. like, <laughs> like I'm hacking. Yeah, I think as a, It's so as a, strong. I've always heard from people that have smoked before, like they're super sensitive to it now that they've given it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that is what my situation yeah. is. I mean, I can smell it too, but it's just, I think when you when you've cut it out, it seems like you tend to be really... Like you just don't want to, you don't want to smell it. At yeah, all. It, it's very so, jarring. Yeah, it brings yeah. back all of the bad memories. Right. Yeah, and I, maybe some people really do truly enjoy smoking. I know people that they truly do. enjoy smoking. Yeah, a lot of people, also, but also are like they don't really want to anymore. Correct. But they just—it's such a habit. You get in your car, you have a meal, you do this, you do that, you smoke. Yeah. And plus, you get those fifteen-minute smoke breaks at work. You can go right. outside. You can't just go outside and lay on the ground. That'd be weird. <laughs> But if you're smoking a cigarette, it's okay. Uh, and, and whatever. I mean, that's whatever. But uh, when it comes to the, like the amount of money you're spending, too, I, right. I think, like, geez, that there's so much. 
I just saw the stat the other day that really shocked me that the tobacco industry makes more money now than it ever has because not as many people smoke, but there's still enough amount of people who smoke that pay way more than they used to ah. that they're making more money than they yeah. ever have. See, they which know is, what they're doing. That, that blew my yeah, mind. That's like, why that's why prices go up. It's because yes. all these people, it's not taxes. They want to blame taxes. Because <laughs> <laughs> those companies are taking advantage of you. Yeah. So but, I mean, it is. I don't even know what a pack of cigarettes goes for now. It's a lot. It's like is eight it? bucks or something like that. What? It's it's a high. It's a it might be more than that. Somebody Guys. could probably comment on Facebook. They probably know. I, I'm, I'm sure they I'm do. not sure what you it is. You come in but... and get a really healthy smoothie for less than that. There you go. Boom. Yeah. It, it, it is crazy Brutal. to me. Um, but, you know, I, I just I think that in general, if the if health insurance could somehow switch the view to the person, I don't know how that would ever happen. It doesn't. It, I really have no answer to that. But it would be a gigantic shift for the entire country. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal um and i think just shifting the responsibility just a little uh and getting people to understand like taking on certain responsibilities themselves at home you know and at work i mean employers like if you want to put in a wellness program into you know you got to get rid of the soda machines and the junk food that you have sitting around everywhere like it's got to be a full commitment Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but i don't think it's as difficult to do as you know it's just like we don't know where to start you mm-hmm. know um and I, and I think just some general education pieces you know on site with employees and and you have to obviously people are going to buy in it's it's going to take time yeah it is going to take time um yeah but it's a slow move right we yeah. slowly got to where we're at now right i mean maybe it's kind of fast but it, it, yeah it's a progression gradual over people have been living their whole lives this way you know and it's so asking people to change those those habits those things that you've grown so accustomed to it's you know it's it is asking a lot it's a big deal let me ask you this i want to get your opinion because i was just watching the that founder movie um about ray a crop the guy who started mcdonald's um, which was a cool movie, uh, but as I was watching it, I was thinking, this is like back in the 50s, mm-hmm. you know, and they're selling hamburgers and they're making lots of money. They didn't have any idea what, the, how this was affecting the culture, how like McDonald's right. in general was making pe- people unhealthier. People always have this master plan, like this was a plan set up to to make us weak and to, right. to, you know, to take all of our money and make us unhealthy and then they get health insurance money and whatever the Illuminati kind of <laughs> plot is. <laughs> But, oh, wow! But, but that it was went deep. But, yeah, but that was never. Maybe <laughs> no. people do think that sort of thing. Like it was no, a plan. It I was know. just like a gradual. Like this makes people want the food more, so we're going to put more of that in it. Right. We didn't know. Well, maybe you knew a little bit that it was going to make them unhealthy, but you didn't have the science behind it to prove it. Right. No, I think all that came. I I do believe that came secondary. Like they just did stuff first to make people want food. And honestly, McDonald's in the 1950s and 60s and the quality of food that they had is way different oh, than I'm the sure. McDonald's that we have now. It is a whole different ballgame. I'm sure. You it know, is. and that's with everything. I mean, you go to the grocery store and you run down those aisles, and you're buying ground beef from just like a factory farm. It's a lot different now than it was. 25 years ago yeah um that's also that alarms me and we do we buy sometimes we'll get chicken and they're just these enormous chicken breasts and we're and i look at them because we like you know take them out individually and bag them up uh, and put them in the freezer for later 
And I'm thinking, like, I'm picking up with a fork, and I'm like, what kind of chicken is this thing? <laughs> the chicken breast it's is, like, right, this big. Right, And it's like, that's not, it's that's not, not natural. It's that's not, not good. It's definitely not normal. That thing could probably beat me up if I met it in yeah. an alley. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's strange. You would definitely run from it yeah. if you saw it. And it couldn't like, run after you. Its yeah. legs can't even hold that's itself true. up. That's true. It might not be able to. <laughs> it's rolling like a ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, th- but that's uh, just another part of – you don't even think about it until you yeah. stop for a second and look. Yeah. And, and you're a, a meat eater, right? Yeah. Like you don't you – even you, you tried for a while. I did. I did vegetarian and vegan for a long time. I mean from the time I was 14 through college. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just wasn't something that my body was good. And it wasn't until recently that I found out why. You know, I actually had to have tests done to find out why that lifestyle didn't work for me. And it just – it doesn't. So. The, the, the nutrients or what was it that – Well, I have what's called an MTHFR genetic uh, defect. Uh, which means that um, methylating certain vitamins, including B vitamins, is really difficult for me. Um, And when you're vegetarian, a lot of people know B vitamins is absolutely what you lack. And Mm -hmm. so um, I I wasn't getting it. I mean, probably now if I tried it again, I could probably take a methylated B12 supplement and maybe be okay. Yeah. you know, but again, everybody's different. There are people that absolutely thrive in a vegan diet and they thrive in a raw vegan diet, which blows my mind. Uh, I just, I'm not one of those people. But I think this is a great message to hear. So, you know, the the lady who runs the juice bar that everybody loves getting the the smoothies from, you're not vegan, you're not vegetarian, you have tried it. It just proves that not everything works for everybody. Well, like, yeah, not even close. There is absolutely no one size fits all for everything. Yeah, I will say my takeaway from the years that I I ate like that. I I mean, there absolutely you should have days where you're not eating meat. Mm-hmm. I mean, enjoy like learn how to cook a vegetable and and enjoy the flavor of produce and because it really is good. And I, there are so many vegetarian and vegan recipes that I have held onto. I still collect those cookbooks. I still love to eat that way. Um, and I think if my body was okay with being that way, I, I, pro- I might, you know, I probably would. I, I mean, I don't feel like I gain anything by eating chicken. It's just that I don't, I'm not going to die. Right. <laughs> 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 it's a big deal to not methylate your B12. That has a, a profound impact. I don't know what methylating your B12 means. It's, but... just, it's just like uh, your absorption. Like oh, your okay. body's not absorbing it right, okay. to the level that it needs to function properly. Um, and so that's the issue that I was having. So even if I was taking normal B12 vitamins, it wasn't working. I have to have actually a methylated B12. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Over the summer, my wife decided we were going to go vegetarian for the summer. Okay. And I was like, whatever she decides yeah. to do diet-wise, I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. Because I, I'm i not good at doing it on my own, as right. we've already talked about. So yeah. if she's going to do it Team for effort. me, then I'm, I'm totally down. Um, and I really enjoyed just yeah. eating vegetarian. I did not miss meat. I mean, some people probably like, they crave it. They need that meat in their life. Yeah. But I was like, well, whatever. And we had the best meals and they were so filling. Yeah. And you learn how to cook using that produce. And it's, you know, really that's where most of your nutrition is coming from. You need to have fruits yeah. and vegetables and, you know, all of that stuff in your diet. Um, you know, I, I'm not... I'll tell you, I've tried just about every way of eating that there is just to kind of find where my body fits, you know? Um, So I've tried the ketogenic diet. I've tried vegan. I've tried vegetarian. And I'm good. (laughs) Just uh, like a little bit of everything. I I need a little bit of everything. And that's where my body kind of – and I'll tell you, you'll learn – 
like I can feel when I need to shift. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to get away from the meat for a little bit and just go um, mostly vegetables and stuff. So at the juice bar, we have this cleanse and it's called the Juice Boss. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a three week cleanse protocol, which I've done it twice now. And what it is, is it's three weeks of fully vegan meal plan. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And you step, step down and then there's days of juicing that you incorporate into each week. But I tell you, the first time I did that three week cleanse, I felt awesome. <laughs> like, like what? Like waking I'm up just, in the morning I had energy. So and... much energy. Like my mental clarity was great. Like I wow. felt so good. Well then like I, you know, went back to eating normally and I, th- I don't know if it was like holidays or summer or something we went through and then I did it again. Yeah. And it, I think it was almost too soon. I didn't feel as good okay. the second time. It was like my body wasn't ready to not have, you know, the other stuff. It was just uh, still deficient in certain things. So you really learn like to listen and like, okay, well, this isn't agreeing with me right now. My energy's zapped. I'm not feeling the way that I did last time. I'm tired. I'm, you know, it's not working. Yeah. So you have to go back. Like that's the key. You just got to kind of learn to listen. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's so true. Yeah. Right now my body is telling me no more Butterfingers. And you, that's why good. I brought the chocolate in here. So now you're going to Now I'm going to eat it here. Put that on i it work. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's so true because yeah, you uh, your your body gives you signals. Oh, big time! And people normally ignore the signals. Like you'll just be like, yeah, what do you like? Or you I don't, don't recognize it as a signal, right? You know, that's. I think that comes up, and this this is gonna be a very generalized statement that's probably not apl- uh, applicable to a lot of people. But like <laughs> when it comes to like surgeries and things like yeah. that, your body will be telling you like your back is in a lot of pain, or you know your neck hurts, or whatever part of your body hurts, or whatever. Um, and you think you go to the doctor and they're like, well, yeah, this is, this might require surgery or whatever, but it might just be something you're not sitting right. You're not right. exercising, right. You're not doing yoga. You're not doing certain things that yeah. over time would fix your body. Or if you would have done it periodically throughout your life, your body wouldn't be in the situation that it's in. Yeah. Uh, but w- when you just ignore something to the point where it's irreversible and you go and get surgery, you probably never would have needed to get to that point. Now it's- that's a very broad <laughs> statement. Obviously there are, diseases and things like that where you do need right. these situations but. yeah and, and and that's the thing it's not ever about like um excluding one form of treatment over another it's really just about understanding appropriate first steps mm-hmm. you know like for me personally i would always i would run like every natural method that i could before i would turn to like a surgery right you know per yeah. se or um a, a sort of like medication that i would be afraid like you know, would have side effects or that I wouldn't be able to get off of for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, good chiropractors always good to have. Mm-hmm. Yoga is great. And we have, you know, some great, you know, yoga classes popping up locally. Um, and people are starting to, uh, and I say this for guys, are starting to accept <laughs> yoga more, which I think is super important. You should. You should embrace yoga. Yeah. It's very, very good for like you. Like if you lift weights, <laughs> two of your days out of the week should be some yoga. Yeah, I mean, it's because good for Because you your, have to just loosen up everything yeah, that you're tightening. Flexibility and stretching. And, and I tell you, um, they tend to have a really good understanding of just your, your, your physical setup and like what, you know, where you need the help, where you need the flexibility. And, and they can help you with that versus, you know, we go to the gym and we lift weights and nobody really knows what they're doing. It's just <laughs> like, hey, I'm just going to get on this machine. I'm in the gym now. Like, yeah, I'm going to do like three reps of 20. And, and you don't really know like what what you're doing mm-hmm. so i i was a runner for a long time 
And there were so many times that I tried to get started and I always had knee issues. I dislocated my knees when I was in high school. And so trying to get back into running, they would swell. I mean, swell like to this insane level. Really? Yeah, from one time trying to run. So that's actually what brought me to bone broth. So the the issues with the cartilage and stuff were, were helped by drinking some bone broth. And then I saw a chiropractor. And my chiropractor told me, you know, wh- which muscles I needed to stretch. And um, I tell you, I never had an issue again. What is, let's go into bone broth a little bit yeah. because okay. I've been hearing a lot about it yeah. recently. I've never tried it. What's the, what's the big hubble do? Oh, man. So there are really a lot of benefits to bone broth. And it's going to benefit you everywhere from digestion all the way to just having healthy joints. Um, can help with like, uh, so it helped my knee issues. I had cartilage issues. So when you make bone broth from from the proper bones, you're getting a lot of the the cartilage and that type of thing in it. So it can help, you know, lubricate those joints uh, again. Mm-hmm. Um, and also digestion. So it, it contains what's called glutathione, which is necessary for proper digestion. And, you know, uh, there's a... I don't even know what to call it. It's called leaky gut. <laughs> so Google it. Look Ew. it up. It's a, yeah, it doesn't sound pretty <laughs> at all. But I'll tell you, everybody from Dr. Oz to, to Dr. Axe are talking about leaky gut now. And what it is, it's just it's just bad digestion. You basically have perforated your, your digestive lining where now elements that aren't supposed to be released into your system are. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, yeah, and it causes all kinds of uh, autoimmune issues. Um, so just focusing on digestion alone can really help a lot of issues that, that people are having that you wouldn't necessarily link to di- digestion, yeah. but if you get that fixed, you'll start to realize like, oh man, it really did help my symptoms or maybe they went away altogether. You know, it's just, you don't know what you don't know. That's what, what is bone yeah. broth exactly? Like, so bone broth is pretty much what it sounds like. Okay. It is broth made of bones, okay. <laughs> but it's very specific bones. So it's the bones that are high in high in the cartilage. Uh, so like knuckle bones, joint bones, neck bones, back bones, um, and we cook them uh, at high pressure, and so it releases all of that good stuff yeah. into the broth. And and you can do anything with it. I mean, basically, if you eat chicken soup. You know, you're gonna be okay with bone broth. Yeah, it just the name sounds. Kind it does. Of like, it sounds. It sounds a little disconcerting. Um, when I have a funny story about that, <laughs> but anyway, kind of want to hear. It. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, I'm okay, gonna tell right, you, but I'm trying not to get sidetracked. Um, it's just, it, it's really, really good for you. So if you like the flavor of chicken broth or chicken soup, you know, this, you're basically getting it in a cup with some additional, you know, some additional benefits to it because we're not just boiling any bone it's very specific bones um so you know you can come in and get it in a cup like coffee which is how i drink it most of the time or you can take it home you can make soups out of it you can cook rice with it you can you know do all kind of stuff like i'll make chicken and pour it over chicken and that's how my daughter eats it you know okay so so like you get broth at a store in a box you know it's it's like the same concept right it's It's, yeah and i'll tell you how you can identify whether it's going to have like the benefits that you're looking for or not you really well i don't know that i would necessarily buy anything off a 
shelf. Well, no, what I mean is like you see broth at the store. That's yes. it's the same thing. It's the same flavor. Yes, it doesn't have the same elements in it. Yes. A, a true bone broth, when you get it and it's you have it in your refrigerator, it should almost be like a, a jelly. Like it should oh, be okay. a thicker consistency because of the collagen and stuff that's in it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So the stuff we get at the store isn't a broth. It's a a stock. We That's... call it a stock. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. What's the story? What's the, the funny story? You okay. Have? So this guy, this guy walked into the bar. Uh, so he came into the juice bar and he was like, so what's the deal with bone broth? Like, what is it? And so I launched into that whole speech and telling him about digestion and telling him about like all these benefits to it and where it comes from. And so he just staring at you like, um. yeah. So he, you know, he let me finish out the whole thing. It was a good couple of minutes of explaining what it was. And I, and, I, and he was like, I'm vegan. I was like, Oh, that must have been weird. <laughs> He's like, I thought maybe it was a play on words. I'm like, no, no, it's bone broth. <laughs> I was just like, oh man. He's like, well, we everything else is vegan. I was like, we have a vegetable broth. Like, we do keep a vegetable sipping broth here too. <laughs> I guess the vegetable broth doesn't have the same impact, right? You're not bringing the same. It doesn't have like the out. collagen and stuff in it, but it can still be really helpful for digestion. Yeah, it's still really good. That's very interesting. I got to start drinking some bone broth. I mean, it's I've, good. I've heard from other people the health benefits, and they've tried to explain it to me too. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get it, but I just don't really get it yet. You right. know, I understand no. what you're saying, but I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. I'd I like get to it. just see the benefits of, of, of how it would actually play out. Now, speaking of that, like you said, you did the ketogenic diet. So many people yes. now talk about the ketogenic diet. Yeah. It seems like CrossFit and ketogenic diet seem to go one and the same. Yeah. Um, what was your experience? Okay. So. My take on the ketogenic diet, I think it can be really beneficial. Again, you have to have the system that's going to work with that. For a short period of time, mine did. You can lose a lot of weight on the ketogenic diet. Um, but I tell you, I have not seen a segment of the population that, in my opinion, has had like the worst like food intake that I've ever seen in my life, where you have like you know, they're not paying attention most of the time to the quality of the food they're eating. Mm. All they care is that there's no carbs in it. Right. And so we're talking like, you know, burgers and cheese and bacon and all this stuff on. And I'm just like, oh, like this, I just can't. I just want to reach out to this person and be like, please don't eat that. <laughs> like, on and, their Instagram when right. they're posting well, their food. And, and there are people, so I've heard people saying things like, and they lose weight. That seems to be a pretty standard thing. I have heard of people improving their numbers for things like diabetes and all that kind of stuff. Um, I have read studies that, you know, for cancer diagnosis, cutting sugar and cutting carbs is a really good way to eat. There is just, in my opinion, a better way to do it. <laughs> you can get really good fat from plant-based foods. And I don't think you need to eat all of the cheese and bacon and if you are going to eat like that, please pay attention to where it's coming from. Don't get the conventional beef and the conventional bacon and all that. You know, you're taking in all of that really bad hormones and all that stuff. It's just, I think there's a good way to do it. One, it's about balance. I just think people get on it without really any guidance mm -hmm. and they start to lose weight mm -hmm. and they're not really thinking about, they're not thinking about what they're eating. They're seeing a result and yeah. that's it. And it's just... You know. Yeah. Well, the idea also behind it too is right that uh, your brain functions better because you're eating more fats you or supposedly healthy fats. If you're eating avocados, not so sort of things. That's it, right there. there. Yeah. You need healthy fats. You need avocado. You need coconut oil. You need nuts and seeds. Like that, to me, if you're going to do ketogenic, is the better way to go. 
and I'm a I'm a follower of Dr. Josh Axe. Okay. Um, and Is that AXE? AXE, and he does a version of a ketogenic. Like he'll he'll share ketogenic recipes that are always geared more towards that healthy end of the spectrum. I would say, please try to go. <laughs> Well, my wife's a, my wife's a, a, a soon to be RN, and um, oh, she was talking to me about it. She was an LPN for several years now, yeah. going for RN. But she was telling me about it because uh, my my brother in law was trying it, and I know other people who were trying it. And she yeah. was saying how it's not. She was like, it, it really isn't. You'd have to. I'd have to have her here. I'm not going to try to paraphrase what she yeah. told me. Um, but over a long period of time, it's not good for you. And that's the other part: is a diet is a diet. Right. It's not a lifestyle change. It's a a, a momentary lifestyle change. Right. I guess. And I think that one can be okay long term. Okay. If you're going the healthier route, like I don't think you can sustain yourself eating like you know a triple bacon cheeseburger three times a day and that's you know a lot of what i see like that's what people are eating yeah and that just that makes me cringe like going to <laughs> five guys and just right burger. it is and i think every once in a while like that's okay it's good that you know you can go out to eat and you can order a burger without the bun and and that's okay yeah um but when you're eating day in and day out like that i would think that you're over the long term I, it just seems logical to me that you would do more harm than good yeah eating like that it's just doesn't seem sustainable yeah I, well, I totally agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you eat bread or anything like that um you know i'm not a big bread person um for me I that's the hardest it. thing to it cut is out. i love it i am like my mom is italian so okay. like we love i love pasta and pizza and all that kind of stuff that i do try to limit that a little bit only because it's a processed food yeah. you know if it's if it's processed we don't really have it too much in the house um one thing I'm actually looking into now and we're studying a little bit in our house is uh, naturally leavened fermented dough. So like a sourdough. Oh, okay. Um, so making your own sourdough breads and that kind of thing, which is supposed to be uh, better for your digestive you know, tract than a traditional, um, even wheat, you know, kind of bread. So it, it's if, if you're familiar with fermented foods at all. Um, it, it's just fermented foods in general are really good for your digestion and that kind of thing. So it, it kind of incorporates that into your bread. Gives it a little bit of a tangier flavor, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's better for you. So yeah, Of everything that, you know, because I really do think if I cut out gluten in my diet, cut out bread in my diet, I'd probably feel better. But it's like everything that you eat yeah. involves some sort of grain or involves like, I love, I eat like breakfast bars or if I have a sandwich, there's bread or, right. you know, cereal. It's just like everything it, comes it is, down to it. It is. It's and hard. I, and I think if you, again, if you just, you're getting your stuff from a quality source um, for bread, for people that have trouble giving up bread, you know, maybe try to swap it out with like a, a sprouted grain mm-hmm. as opposed to like a, you know, a, a dead food. I mean, when you get bread and it's not sprouted or anything, you're eating dead food. Uh, if you go and, and you swap that for a sprouted bread, like Ezekiel is a sprout, you can get a sprouted bread. I love grain. Ezekiel bread. It's so there good. There you go. That's a good option. That's It's just really expensive. Good. That's the it only is, issue. It is. And you're not going to eat like three sandwiches a day with it, but it's also so hearty. You can have like one slice and either eat a sandwich open face or put some like almond butter on it and some honey and eat it like that. Um, but it, it should help curb that need for for bread for more because <laughs> the more bread, bread you gen- eat it well because you're not getting any nutrition out of white bread yeah even whole wheat bread isn't really like that much better yeah. than white bread 
Um, so your body, again, it's just back to the feeling satisfied. It's not nutrient dense. So your body's just going to keep craving it. It's the same with like, uh, <laughs> on the subject of like artificial sweeteners, everybody thinks you switch from like, Oh, I, I cut out sugar. I started using Splenda. No, <laughs> like somebody made that in the lab somewhere. It's, not... it's right. First of all, it's very, very fake. But second, it's just, it's not providing your body with, you're better off getting like, uh, like an organic cane sugar or yeah. Like uh, coconut sugar is a good option of sweetening Ooh, with that. Sugar. It's very good. It's dark brown crystals. Um, it goes really well in coffee and tea. <laughs> um, but there is at least some nutrient, you know, density to that as opposed to like that. Yeah, just stay away from like the chemical. Well, there was such a period in, in, in our culture for a long time that was anything that was made by scientists was like better than anything else. Like you weren't supposed to breastfeed anymore. You're supposed to have formula. Oh, God, don't get and. Me <laughs> <laughs> and the sugar thing and right. like you know making Splenda and it's just like everything that was created in the lab was just it was genetically engineered Superior. to be better for you right but then when you think about it it doesn't make any sense because it was never like we, we come from the ground so also the food that we eat should come from the ground because right. that's a part of us but you put something foreign in there it doesn't yeah. know what to do with it it's like well, uh, yeah, it's like what am I doing with this thing where's right. it going I don't know what it is your well, body's and, confused well and now we're finding that it's going into like places that you don't want it to go like your brain yes you and know? then you can never get rid of it either right it just sits a there a lot of that stays there forever yeah it's very hard to detoxify those things so just don't eat it <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the story just don't eat it stop eating it right it's just, it's not <laughs> But, you know, it just goes back to, like, back in those days, we glorified, you know, skinny versus healthy. And so right. it was anything yes. to cut calories. And that's kind of the mindset you have to get out of a little bit. Like, if you would shut off counting calories for, like, two weeks mm. and only focus on, like, nutrient density, you're going to feel a lot better. And I'm, you're you're not going to gain weight. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, your body knows then, okay, I'm done. I'm full. Well, we all know somebody who's thin who has high cholesterol. And exactly. like, how, like, how do I have high cholesterol? I'm so thin. And there's but... a term for that. It's like, I can't even think of what it is, but it's like the skinny fat or something. It's like you're yeah. thin and from the outside you look healthy, but you have, you know, you, there's still issues going on that, you know, you would think a skinny person because like we associate skinny, healthy, skinny, healthy. It's yeah. Case. Yeah. That's, it's, it's very interesting. And also like fit, like built, right. you know, we also consider that to be healthy and that can also be on the opposite end. You can, can be very unhealthy on the inside, yeah. but look, well, I, I always attribute this like to, to bodybuilding. So if you have somebody who's a like on stage bodybuilder who's real lean and cut, they're actually close to death when you're that. When <laughs> I, you're that especially ripped. when they're right before like any sort of show. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right before the show, like they're yeah. almost they're they're killing themselves pretty much just to look that way. Right. Um, and that's in our minds. That's the way you're supposed to look yeah. like that's the ideal physical form. And yeah. uh, totally hopefully that way. can get changed. Well, <laughs> in general, you know, right. what I mean? it was, is, well, it is. And that's what, you know, and look at the supermodels who are super exactly. thin and emaciated. And that's just exactly. not, it's just not yeah. good. You know, other countries now are passing laws. I think France was the most recent where there's like now a minimum weight for models. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's just not good. It's not good for people looking at it. It's not good for, you know, young girls to be looking at stuff. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. And and looking back to when it was all coming up and, and very popular, we didn't know as much as we do now. Exactly. Like we've evolved. Right. We've got more information. There's more science to prove that these things aren't the, the, the right way to go. Right. Um, so I think as a culture, we slowly have to catch on to the, 
Well, I mean, when proof. you think about it, though, the internet in general is a relatively still new and now we have all this information at our fingertips yeah. and you can find out you know get information on anything that you want and so you know if you choose to remain ignorant about a subject at this point it's a choice you know because yes. you can find out anything that you want like yeah. from any angle but now um, there's fake news right so now it becomes right the, uh, for yeah. so long I, for <laughs> so long i said the same thing that you said but yeah but then i started thinking like I guarantee for as many valid, reliable news sources there are out there, there's just as many, if not more, invalid, because that's exactly. easier to do. It's easier to be wrong. And it's easy enough to find the sources that are valid, especially when you're talking about things like health. I mean, there are really good, like PubMed is a great place to go to read um, actual studies okay. about these things. You know, it's not like we're just Googling and reading, like, like stay away from I'm sorry, blogs. Um, <laughs> blog posts, you know, people will read a blog and just like think, well, yeah. you know, that's it. Or, or, or Snopes. Snopes. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Right, right. It, that's very easy to like kind of be influenced or, you know, not fully informed. But there are great resources that you have access to on the Internet. Another crazy part of this is also that, like, our own, um, was it the American Heart Association? Like, our whole food, food pyramid, for as long as we've had it, is actually incorrect, and they're changing it. <laughs> Have you seen all of this? You know what? I, I mean, you probably know. I don't pay attention to anything that the government tells us okay. we should or should not be eating because it changes all the time. Yeah. It's just like one minute butter's healthy, and then it's not, and then it is again. Then coconut oil's good, and then it's not, and then it is. Yeah. Caffeine will, you know, extend your life. No, wait, you're going to die. Right. <laughs> so I just, like, I really try not to pay too much attention to that. It's constant panic. Oh, the microphone. Oh, no. The, is it there, good? I think. Oh, we fixed it. Look, you're like a... Can I hire you to be an engineer in here? Yeah. You just fixed it. Cool. Um, but yeah, well, that study just, it just came out and they said that, um, you know, they were paid, I don't know what, you have to look up the study because I don't right. know, I'm just speaking off the top of my head, but so many years ago, uh, the sugar industry or whatever industry it was right. paid scientists to skew the information right. to say that saturated fats were actually terrible for you when they're actually good for you in, in the right context and I, I don't know it, it, over time we figure things out but it, when it comes down to it how do you know that you're looking at the right thing <laughs> how do you know that you're reading the right thing and you're following the right yeah. information well I mean you kind of touched on it a big thing is always look who's funding the study mm -hmm. always if you follow like the money trail and you find out who's going to benefit or who's you know going to gain from this study that was released um, that to me is always a huge tell, but that's also why, you know, when it comes to like choosing foods and that stuff, I always go back to the just single ingredient, whole food. You almost can't go wrong. Unless you're allergic to something. With that, unless you're allergic and hopefully you know what you're allergic to. So yeah. <laughs> you stay away from that particular item. Yeah. Um, but that's just the easiest way to do it. I mean, we live in a great part of the state where we have so many farmers and farmers markets. Yeah. You have so many options here. I mean, in the summer, like my favorite thing to do is go to farmers markets. And we have some really good ones that pull in people where you can get really good everything, vegetables, yeah. fruit, beef, chicken, lamb, all of it. And it's all like organic and grass fed and healthy. And you're not spending what you would spend at like a Whole Foods. You know, it takes a little bit more effort to run around and get these things. But at the end of the day, you know what you're getting is quality. Yeah. So, because you know your farmer. Get to know your farmer. Do you have a farm? Do you have any, do you grow any vegetables or anything? Oh, God, no. no. <laughs> That's something <laughs> That's I really. I don't have time for that. I know, right? <laughs> That's, That's where I draw the line. There's a lady here in the building. Her name's Leslie. I'm going to have her on here eventually because oh, I went cool. to her farm. She has like a small farm. She has chickens and vegetables and stuff. And I was just so, 
I was just like in love with it. I was like, yeah. I want to have this and, in and my I, house. I feel the same way. Like I would love to do that, but it's just like at some point I have to stop. <laughs> like I'm doing enough. Yeah. And you know, I, like I would like to meet Leslie and be like, okay, I'm gonna come to your farm, <laughs> and I'm gonna get your healthy vegetables and your fresh eggs. Yeah. Um, I have a friend with chickens, and you know, every once in a while I'll buy some eggs from her because I know how she feeds them, and it's all organic and non-GMO, and and they are some seriously good eggs. Yeah, um, she gave me some of her eggs, and they were excellent. Oh, huge difference when you get eggs from a chicken that somebody raises in their yard versus going to the grocery store. Even the ones at the grocery store you pay like eight dollars for a dozen are not as good as the ones that you'll get from your friend next door. And it's half. I think some of it's in your head too, right? I mean, you just know. No, it's not in your head. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I personally, I, I just the fact that I know, like, yeah. oh, I, she gave me the eggs. Yeah. I already like them more. Yeah. Oh, like, they okay. already well, taste yeah. better. You know what I mean? And, and it is. I mean, if you go to the grocery store. And and you get like even a good egg and you take that one from your friend and you crack it open and compare them side by side mm-hmm. you'll typically see that um your egg is going to be like orange you know the yolk's going to be more orange and that kind of thing so it's a much better much better egg a lot more so, n- nutrients are yeah, packed you inside can still of that yolk. see the difference you know yeah so well jen thank you so much for coming in yeah thanks this has been a lot of fun good let's talk about <laughs> I feel like we could keep going. I'm glad you... What do you want to talk about? No, no, no. I don't want to keep... I just like... that, Man, when you get me on the subject of this kind of stuff, I just could talk all day. Well, I think in the future, we should have you back. And yeah, we should cool. do... We should have... Uh, we pick subjects. Okay. And we'll pick like topics that we really want. To, maybe you could bring in some stuff that you'd want to show off. And we can try them. And you can talk about why they work, how they work. And yeah. it could be... I, I, I think as far as this podcast goes, at least, I want to try to highlight people i've said it already but i'll say it again um highlight things that people are doing right and to steer our area and our country the world in the right direction what's great about the podcast is yeah this is like talking locally in altoona pennsylvania but it applies to anybody anywhere yeah all over so i think that would be important to do and especially hearing it from somebody in your area who knows what they're doing i think that makes it a little more impactful for central pennsylvania yeah so if they want to check out Juice, give them some information so they can come in and see what it's all about. Cool. You want me to give them information I want now? you to. <laughs> thought maybe and that now was for I will the next just, segment. And now we'll be in silence. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're right on Allegheny Street next to uh, Black Dog up by the post office. And you can come in and get – we have fresh cold-pressed juices. We have smoothies and smoothie bowls if you're looking for something a little bit more substantial. What's a smoothie bowl? Oh, man. So a smoothie bowl. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so good. You, you take a smoothie. You add some more ingredients just to make it a little bit more substantial so it's thick. Yeah. And you stick it in a bowl. And there's – you know, we make our own granola. So there's granola in there. Ooh. We have it topped with different things like coconut. We make um, our own cooked granola, our own raw granola. Um, pretty much everything that we have in there, we make like 90% of our stuff right in house. All of our own nut milks, uh, all made fresh. Um, Do you eat the smoothie bowl with a spoon? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's like a meal. So, and you can get anything from, I mean, we have like stuff with oatmeal, we have like chocolate and cherry, and then we have our tropical like pitaya ones, which are probably our best selling ones. Um, but they're really good and it's just a little bit more substantial. So these are the things that you, if you get it there for lunch, I promise you, you're not going to be hungry (laughs) until dinner time. Um, yeah, we have the bone broth on tap every day and we'll start carrying it more because of the cold weather. Um, people have been coming in and buying a lot more of that. Um, 
we're just getting ready tomorrow to actually start to introduce hot soups. So the soup we make from scratch in house um, and we'll have a different kind, you know, each day. So we're starting tomorrow. Um, so my butternut squash soup that I made over the weekend was my my way of making sure it was going to be okay to serve to the public. So I tasted it at home. So that's what we'll be making tomorrow. So you would never serve somebody something that you wouldn't eat yourself. It has to be really good. Like I just want it to be delicious because aside from everything else, I think the number one reason people are afraid to eat healthy is because they think it's not going to be good. Yes. And I promise you it is delicious. So the soups are going to be good. Um, all of our smoothie bowls, I mean, we worked out those recipes for months before we opened. And I will not serve it if I don't think that it's something that I would eat like every single day. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty much what we have at this point. And then we carry our raw vegan goods from Lauren. Um, you know, and you got to get them to get those pretty quick because they sell out really they fast. They go fast. Oh, man. We have people coming and buying like five and six things at a time. So <laughs> they're like, call me when the next shipment comes in. I just had to double our order with Lauren. I was like, I think we need more next time. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's great. That's so. great news. You know, I'm really happy to hear that. It seems, like I said, on social media, it seems like every day I see something, somebody tagged from Juice. So things yeah. are going right it's headed in the right direction it is and it's it makes me happy and proud to know that i'm helping you know at least providing an option for people to have like a healthy you know one healthy stop that you can make and you can bring your kids in um we've we had days before we opened where we had taste testing days with just kids and we just brought all the kids in and let them try everything and so everything's been kid approved you've had classes come in too right we had uh the ymca over the summer brought like their their i guess it was like a camp kind of thing so like 30 kids (laughs) the juice bar at the end of the day and uh, yeah, so they each got to pick a smoothie and then they sampled some different kinds of juices and we talked about, you know, what's in it and, uh, you know, why you want to eat these things, which was really cool to be able to educate kids about the benefits of eating healthy and for them to drink it and understand that oh, I can have something healthy and it's good. It yeah. tastes good. Yeah. It's yeah. not candy, but it tastes like candy. It, I mean, some of it kind of does. Like, we do have some options that are going to be on the sweeter side for the people that have maybe never juiced before, um, all the way up to, like, the more intense juices that are, like, a lot of roots and greens and, you know, that kind of thing. So. Very cool. Check out Juice. J-O-O-S. Yes. Which, before we finish, how did you get the name? Because <laughs> okay. I love the story behind the name. Yeah. So, um, basically, when you look up the word juice in the dictionary, uh, what it is is the phonetic spelling of the word. And we sat around just kind of brainstorming, like, all right, what are we going to call this? And and I pull I pull out inspiration. So, I'm pulling out thesauruses and dictionaries and all this <laughs> stuff. And, and when I pulled open the dictionary, I was like, oh, I think that's it. I think that's it. So one bottle of wine and a couple of books and, you know. (laughs) And here (laughs) we go. Yeah, that's how we came up with it. Here we are today. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at The Juice Bar, J-O-O-S, The Juice Bar. And check them out, downtown Holidaysburg. If you're not from the area, you can uh, look them up online. You're probably not selling online. You can't really sell a smoothie online. But yeah, that would be. Come to the area. That would be tough. Yeah. yeah. But if you come in, we're here. Just so. pack it in a styrofoam <laughs> container with some dry ice and send it to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I've tried some of those smoothie subscriptions in, in, in an effort to think like, oh, maybe someday. No, they're no. just not good. It's not there yet. <laughs> I just don't like them. So. I think one day it'll be there, but not it there yet. It might be. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. All right. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Jen from Juice, J-O-O-S. Make sure that you find Juice. 
and enjoy their drinks. I mean, it's not even like support them. You're going to support them because they're going to make you feel fantastic. Like everything's made in house. You heard the conversation. She's awesome. At the Juice Bar on Facebook. Shout out to the Clay Cup. At the Clay Cup on Facebook and on Instagram. And shout out the Trade Secrets at Secrets in Trade on Facebook and on Instagram. See, what I do here on the podcast, uh, you know, I live in central Pennsylvania. I broadcast live from the Launchbox Studios, downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. So if you're not from the area, it may not make sense. Like, why am I always talking about local stuff? Because I, I love the idea of living in a small town, keeping it local, keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully this applies across the board. I think these conversations that we have... They don't just apply to local business. They apply to any business in any town across America. And I love to speak of small towns because I was born in a small town. Sorry. I didn't mean to get all cougar on you, but it really did just happen. It just it happened last episode, too. Zebras, you understand how it goes. I apologize. Uh, but if you are listening and you are interested, like my business would be great on this podcast. I'd love to be a sponsor. Whether you're local or you're not local, we can make that happen. I, I'd love to talk to anybody, really. Uh, so if you are interested, please just send me a message. Is that a bathtub drain? What the? <laughs> I pushed the wrong button on the on the board. Did I cause my bathtub to drain? Whoops. Uh, I'd love to just talk to you to find out if you'd be the right fit for the podcast, if I'm interested in what you're doing. There's more of this to come. There's more fun to come. I'm just having fun with this podcast. We're having a good time. I'm talking to people that are doing great things in our area. That might be you personally, or that might be you and your business, right? And if it is, I would love to hear from you. Facebook and Instagram is Rob Z Radio. Twitter and Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. You can also find me. You can call me. Leave me a voicemail, 814 799 0064 I've been eating a lot of graham crackers lately and I don't know what that's about but I like I have a deep love for graham crackers anybody else like I, I'd say one of the most underrated snacks in the history of snacks people are always talking potato chips we're talking like eating like a candy bar you know you talk about snacks popcorn maybe nobody ever throws graham crackers into the mix man I, and just talking to Jen I'm sure she would frown upon me eating all these graham crackers but dang I can't stop especially those cinnamon ones are so good you put a little graham cracker in your mouth you have a sip of tea or coffee with it it dissolves in your mouth it's like cotton candy <laughs> that's how I know it can't be good for me but darn is it good I'm, I have a I have a fetish for graham crackers if you stuck with the podcast this long you're gonna learn something about me you're gonna learn some dark deep deep secret information that I never told anybody else and today that information is that I have a sick obsession with graham crackers and damn it, I don't care who knows. Bye, guys. That's brutal.